0: Upon him Jesus. Use anybody him. Excited motherly- of oh. got being out of Egypt. Hello. Anybody Hallelujah. excited about God? Hallelujah. eat your out of your heart. God eat up out of your mind. God eat your out of your spirit. God eats up out of your word. Hey, I'm glad to be among the few that chose a lot for Jesus Christ. I'm coming out. I'm coming out tonight. at all I want to stay out. This is the only place that you can find satisfaction for the soul. You're not going to find any other place. The world don't have any place they can offer to bring satisfaction to the soul. They can bring pleasure to the flesh. But they can do not one single thing for the soul. I'm glad I'm in a place tonight that can do something about my soul. Soul Soul's what's going to live out in eternity. Soul of a man. When did Adam become a soul? Never die, soul, spirit of that. Will go back to its maker. Go back to its creator. And the old vessel will be laid. Go back to Mother Earth. Go back to the dust. It's going to mean something to know this, Heavenly Father. It's gonna mean something to know that quickening one called Jesus Christ. It's gonna be worth whatever sacrifices, whatever burdens, whatever weights, and whatever processes you had to go through to acquire that to accomplish that. It's gonna be worth it. Don't ever, don't ever let that devil play games with you in the flesh that you didn't get the best end of the deal we've we got, we got the best end of the deal. <laughs> just because the Lord maybe draw some lines and put up some fences and don't go here and don't do that. And some of them looks at it just as rules and regulations and that's what it is to some. But for some, amen, we love it. It suits me fine not to go to them places. It suits me fine, amen, that I'm not addicted to alcohol and drugs and you better look at their lives and where they're headed. Now, now, he didn't say that we couldn't have joy. He didn't say that we couldn't party. He didn't say that we couldn't get drunk. He didn't say, amen, that we can have experiences, whether or not in the body or not, we don't even know. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. But he'll keep it sanctified. He'll keep it righteous. He'll keep it upright. Got your Bibles, turned with us, Matthew 26, 39, as you're doing that tonight. Let me say again what an honor it was Sunday night. What a beautiful job. Sister Mallory and the children down here. Amen. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. It stirred their preacher up again to want to help them. Amen. I want to help them. Do everything we can to keep them out of the ditches. Do everything we can to, uh, to hand the baton to them one day uh, in good, good shape. Amen. Everything that we can possibly do that uh, have a place that they can come and it would be apostolic, it would be Pentecost, it would be Holy Ghost field. Amen. It would be a church that has not lost its identity. be a church, amen, where there's still hope and, and the pouring out of the Holy Ghost and miracles are happening and wonders and signs and things of that nature. Well, maybe we're not seeing it to the measure we want to, but we're going to. We're going to. Amen. And that kind of greased my spirit a little bit, but uh, we're going to pursue it. Amen. We want to see it happen. And I believe there's a price to pay. Amen. There's a price to pay. And if we'll do that, God will do His part. God's always want to have revival. God's always been in the saving business from the very beginning of Genesis. It was His plan. Amen. When He told the first Adam and Eve to multiply and fill the earth. Fill the earth with God-fearing, God-loving, God-serving people. Amen. There's, there's an adversary. There's a devil. There's one that wants to beguiled and trick. And Let us read the verse. Let you be seated. I know it's Wednesday night. We will be praying to the end of this service. We'll be praying for Sister Deanna, uh, Brother Jared T- me just prior to coming in here. Uh, he's carried her to urgent care. I think she may have a kidney infection. We'll have someone stand in for her. Uh, Emily's going to have surgery tomorrow. She's just stepped in. She'll be standing in for herself tonight. Going to be praying for her at the end of this service. And also, Bobo. You know, I don't know how many of you remember Bobo from Arkansas. Called me late yesterday evening. Uh, his wife uh, is uh, having to go through procedures and test and got a mask. Anyway, uh, so they're looking for the results Friday. I want to get someone to stand in for her likewise. Vanessa. Amen. I don't know how many of you remember that came. She came with him. And uh, I mean, good, awesome people. Yes. Some good Baptist friends of ours. And uh, I want to pray and ask God to minister to them. Amen. And uh, we believe God will do that for us tonight. Okay, Matthew 26 and 39. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, "Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Not, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thy will. I'm going to just read the one verse and let you be seated. Lord, we do love and appreciate you tonight. We need your help. We ask you to anoint our minds, to loose our tongues. Help us to bring forth the word of God. Help us to do it in a form, a measure, a way that uh, you can minister to every soul and every individual in this house tonight. For that's what the house of God, that's what this service is here for. Amen. To be uplifting, encouraging to all. But especially to those that may have walked in this service tonight. Maybe they're sick in their body. Maybe they're sick in their spirit. Sick in their heart. Maybe they're lost and undone. And so, God, we know it's your good pleasure. We're two or three gathered in your name that you're in our midst and with you in our midst God anything is possible from healing and doing great marvelous things but most importantly saving a soul in this house even tonight we're going to give you the honor for and the glory for it in Jesus name we pray Lord bless you you may be seated let me say again it's so honored and just appreciate all that's made the way here on this Wednesday night I understand realize how difficult that can really be uh, with laboring and working and things of that nature but so I never take it lightly I, I, I don't and uh So we thank you so much, praise God, for being here tonight. Hopefully and prayerfully we'll say something here tonight. will be encouraging to you, uplifting to you, to help make it worth the journey of coming. Amen, of the house of the Lord. Not only do I just want to say something, because I'm sure not going to impress you with my ability of oracle ability, that's for sure, but by the presence of God. Amen, the touch of the Lord, His Word. uh, That's what it's really all about. That's the reason we come. We come to uh, entertain Him and His Spirit and His heartbeat and His will. And so I'm still in this same setting here if you've been kind of keeping up with the last few wednesday nights of things to pursue in in this hour in the hour of talking about uh, during this pandemic well, how, what should we do what's god's will and so uh, i've used this setting of scriptures here and we know that jesus christ is praying the father's will amen because he was facing one of the most crucial if not the crucial hour amen of his life and of his ministry all the miracles that had taken place uh, all the lives that he had touched uh, amen the individual he had called that was walking with him and calling upon them and though he had made his Way to Gethsemane, I believe many times even prior to this hour. But this was the hour. This was going to be the hour that was going to make all the difference, Amen. For these individuals, and so as I look upon and think and ponder and pray about this pandemic and the effect it's having upon us, this could be the hour, Amen. And we're going to talk about several things about this pandemic and what could happen. I believe the devil's got his will, and I believe God's got His, Amen. And I know the world's got their ideals, and flesh has got theirs, and how to respond to it, and how to handle it, too. and everybody's got different places where we on to draw lines and things of that nature and I'm not preaching for or against any of them but I'm telling you I believe the will of God's in some of this and I want to get in the will of God and the will of the Father I want to see revival I want to see people get the Holy Ghost Hallelujah I'm determined this church is going to be bigger than stronger on the other side of this pandemic and where she's at even tonight Hallelujah not only by numbers but I'm talking about by strength and powers and anointings and gifts Hallelujah by the hand of God and by the touch of the Lord I believe we can do it when we find our own Gethsemane as we pray we preach the first time about prayer Prayer. it's I'm telling you if you're not praying now that I don't know what to stir you up but God can get you a Jonah God can prepare a fish for you God can prepare a prayer room for you if this ain't stirring you and waking you up God can do it but I don't preach about that tonight we're going to preach about amen I'm still under the little heading and I don't really know maybe two or three Wednesday nights I don't know The father's will The Father's will, amen, in this hour, this pandemic, this this time, this crucial moment of, uh, of our lives here. I want you to really notice what uh, the writers has written unto us about this hour and this, about the Father's will and the Lord Himself, Jesus Christ, uh, the man, the man Jesus, the fleshly man Jesus, calling upon God, God the Creator, God the Father. He, it's His will. If you if you read closer, you'll understand. And No, we're not preaching two or three. Amen. There's one. Amen. And it's, but Jesus Himself has taught us. Uh, these are not my works. These are not my words. They're the Father's. I've come to do the Father's bidding. I've come to do the Father's work. Amen. That's what this is all about it's not about me it's about him hey you've never read in your bible the god the son always the son of God or the son of man he was all flesh but he was all God he was the lamb but yet he was the high priest and he covers all the bases and he makes all the fulfillment but he couldn't have done any of that amen without God in fact Jesus would have never died if the spirit of God had never left him on that cross cause God don't need oxygen God don't need blood God don't need nothing hallelujah God is sufficient by his own self and he's our sufficiency through Jesus Christ but the only way you're going to find that sufficiency is through Jesus Christ and there is no other wait. Thank God for that revelation. Right. Man, I'm telling you what, if anybody ought to be excited about this pandemic and in the midst of it, it's Jesus born people. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, we're going to work on that. <laughs> Praise God. Luke 21, 2 and, and 41 and 42. Luke 21, 41 and 42. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast Even the inner circle, cast his, got a distance from them. Amen. Sometimes uh, when it's crucial hours for you and you're facing storms and circumstances and situations, you really got to really sometimes separate yourself from everybody. Jacob gave us that same example. I was going to use him in that Wednesday night in prayer, Amen. He finally reached a point in place when he heard about Esau, his brother, coming, and the four hundred men, Amen. And so, after hearing that, he began to, Amen. Put send send parties ahead of him. Separated his two wives and, and the groups that he had, and then separated himself from them, crossing the brook and getting in a prayer meeting with nothing but an angel and got in a wrestling match. And he didn't wait on two or three of them either. Man, when the first one showed up, he got a hold of him. Hallelujah, because he knew who. And he even reminded now, what you watch this? He reminded God, "This is your ideal. You sent me home." Amen. When's the last time you looked up in the heavens and said, "God, you put me in this generation. You put me in this storm. You got me here. I simply don't want to fail you, but oh God, I need your help." Amen. I didn't ask you to be here. Oh, you're looking at me, that's all right. <laughs> How many of you had anything to do if you're being born in this generation? How many of you had anything to do with the born of the family you're in? Or the geographical location, or anything else to do with it? Oh, we all time talking about I wish I'd have born in this one. I wish I was born in that one. I wish I'd born back in the ages. We sometimes get to the place I wish I was not born at all. <laughs> Hallelujah! Praise God! Amen. That's the truth. I'm just telling the truth here. And so, as you watch this, he kneels down, he prays, and saying to Father, "If I be willing, watch this. Remove this cup from me. <laughs> cup. What all is in the cup?" the cup that I've got to to take (laughs) you ever had that little baby that's sick and you got to go get that measure now in the old days we we didn't use them syringes and all that other stuff we'd take teaspoons and chase them down and run them down (laughs) he's got you stop laying "Ah!" (laughs) 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 technique (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but uh you know but uh you know sometimes you know they get the little cup and it's gotta drink i gotta drink all of it all that's in that cup and it'd be so bad taste so bad and they don't want you can't blame them you don't want you don't want to drink it either and uh that's causes what's in the cup now what's what's i believe god's going to help us here tonight and I will try to watch the time, but at the same time I won't, but I will. But So we're going to do the best we can here. So remove this cup from me, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Matthew 26 and 44 says, and he left them and went away again and prayed the third time. He's going to pray the same thing all three times as he goes to the disciples and comes back. So he's praying the same thing three times, amen, unto the Father. Amen, searching, reaching the will of God, the will of the Father here. Mark 14 36 he would help us out uh, because you're going to notice, amen, one of the most important things to know, amen. And you, just, this is something I'm going to focus on a little bit tonight, two things I'm going to focus on tonight about the Father's will. Number one, you've got to know the Father. How can you know His will if you don't know Him? If you never had a father, now Father, figure it in your life, then you don't have a clue, amen, how to please a father or how to walk in the will of a father, we got a lot of man that's raised across our lands today that don't have a father or a mother. And we expect them sometimes, if we're not careful, we expect way too much out of them when they didn't have the examples before them. Right. Right. And if we're not careful, we're prone to judge some and to make statements about them. But, uh, and I've told people, in fact, I had to tell somebody just this week, I said, well, if you knew where they come from, you'd understand. That, you know, you'd back up and say, you know what, they're doing pretty good. <laughs> Amen. And I know with God we can do all things and nothing's impossible. He's going to show that even here. And so, as you watch this, and in Mark 14 and 36, it puts it this way He said, Alba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Alba, Father. Amen. Uh, the best term we can give a lot of times in English is daddy, dada. In other words, he has to be your biological father. Please, no offense if your stepfather in this house or serving in that realm. That's not a slander, but it's still the absolute truth. You have got to be the biological father. And so to know the father, you have got to be biologically or spiritually born of him. To have any clue what his will is really going to be. And I'm telling you, when you're in a pandemic, you've got to keep that relationship and companionship. Amen. In the right perspective, you don't. You'll get all messed up. Storms have a tendency to cause us to lose our geographical locations. Storms have a tendency to blow out landmarks. It's been there for years, but all of a sudden it's gone. But thank God for a landmark they make that never be moved. And that's a fellowship and relationship with your Heavenly Father. You got a Heavenly Father, as He promised you, you'd never forsake you. <laughs> Not even in the grave. It's just a comma. It's not an end deal. And so we, we understand. We get a little understanding. As we watch even Jesus. again. you go back to Mark 14 and 36. Abba Father. All things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless. Not what I will. But what thou Wilt. Wilt W-I-L-T, it's an old word. And it simply means we think of wilt, we think of something that you didn't, you know, you didn't have the green thumb and you didn't water it and it died. Okay? Or it's it's without the spirit. And I can promise you one thing. If you've never experienced the spirit, or if you don't keep it in the right perspective and walk in it, you will wilt and dry up, and so, when you think about such as this, the pandemic, and I'm going to touch on some very touchy subject here tonight, and uh, in this particular area, and especially with what we're facing tomorrow, especially for the Hebrew family, Hebrew, and those that's going to be a part of that, amen, so uh, I thought possibly, so Charlie might be here tonight, but I'm kinda, kinda glad she's not in a way, in a way, and you'll see why in a minute. Uh, But so as you watch this really begin to unfold, and I want to focus to start with tonight on the Abba Father, a man to know him. In Romans 8 and 15, for he have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit and it's capitalized there amen of adoption you and I as a while olive branch, have been grafted into yeah. the trunk of the true Orthodox Jew God Jehovah himself we're not an outward amen Jew but we are one spiritually we just have as much right as any other Jew amen That's walking upon this earth amen that's the reason you and I if we'll humble ourselves and seek ye first the kingdom of God and his direction in our lives I tell you we can be blessed but oh I I want to be careful about them blessings. So as we look at this, the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, whereby we cry, Alba, Father. Well, I'm glad I know who to cry out to tonight. I know who to, to, to lift my voice to and not hesitant, not ashamed about doing that. Uh, I know we're living at a time, amen, people are a little hesitant. And it's just our nature. I proved that a few weeks ago when I used my own granddaughter. And I could talk to some of these other, these children, amen. It's not that they don't want prayer. It's not to, uh, things of that nature. But it's just in our nature. And so that wall's got to be torn down. Guess what? Amen. It doesn't change when you get six foot one, 220 pounds either. Right, Praise, God. Praise God. Galatians 4 and 6 begins to go from that. And he says, because ye are sons. Amen. Because of your sons. Amen. And God hath sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Praise God. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. I'm glad I'm not just a servant. I'm glad I'm not what Galatians talks about, amen, in the sixth chapter. Amen. When it talks about amen, the servant and the rolehood of putting, putting the tutors over you until you reach a point in the place, amen, until the, through the place of a father. Amen. As he's willing to take you and bring you in and make you that son and give you, amen, the authority or the anointing or he's able to trust you, hallelujah, with the goods or with the power or with the authority as a son and not a servant. That's another message for some other time, but it's, it's there. So, Abba, Father, whereby by the art no more the servant but a son. And if a son, then as heir of God through Christ. We become an heir. We become an heir what? Of eternal life. Man, there is inheritance laid up. It's waiting on us. We know he's going to prepare a place for us and so as we look at this the very focus tonight and I'd love to be in a house full here tonight especially those that don't have the Holy Ghost amen to, to really begin to understand what's happening here what's unfolding here I'm going to carry you back to Isaiah because uh, uh, you can go to if, when you begin to look at this and the importance amen of being born again some of us has heard it so often it, it doesn't mean it don't affect us really amen it's just second it don't really mean uh, we, if we're not careful we lose the awe the, uh, of it we, we, we forget Amen. Where he's at. And things of that nature. Hallelujah. But oh, when the presence of God shows up. Especially when you're in a dire need. Especially when you're in a pandemic. Especially. Amen. And I'm going to go there in just a few minutes. Hallelujah. When you're facing death. Hallelujah. And it's facing you on a daily basis. And it, the reality of it's facing you in every moment. And every place you go. Hallelujah. You can brush the right one to come in contact. And leave their place contaminated and polluted. With something that can take your life out. Wow. Joe told me today he'd come back over with Mark DeGrave. And I asked him, y'all pretty busy this week. He said, we got five. That's one funeral home out of three in George County. Got five. <laughs> and I believe the devil, hey amen, has got his will in this. And I can tell you what his will is. He wants to kill the church. He wants you to shut out the lights. <laughs> he wants you to close the doors. And he wants to do everything he can to keep you from joining together, bonding together and believing. He wants to do everything he can to snuff it out. But you know what? God's got a will in this. And God's got some direction in this, and that's not all. I can call him my Abba Father. And because I didn't call him Abba Father, he didn't give me the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. But he gave me the spirit of a sound mind and love. And I'm not talking about getting crazy. I'm not talking about doing crazy stuff. Hallelujah. You draw the lines wherever you want to draw them, wherever your conscience is good, wherever your heart's good, you draw the lines. Hallelujah, you wear the mask, you get the shot, you do all of that. And we ain't got no business making hell or heaven issues out of that mess. No more than. Paul did Amen If they was going to eat the meat If they wasn't going to eat the meat We don't have no business Making anything No of beings About none of that And some of that Was even thrown in my face today But I just smiled And just went on And didn't say a word Hallelujah Because I'm going to tell you why I've done been praying And studying You what God Was going to lead us to But I'm telling you In the midst of this pandemic Neither I'm to tell you something We shouldn't fear death And I'm going to prove that In the scriptures tonight <laughs> Hallelujah Because if you don't fear And I mentioned this A few weeks ago A few months ago If you ever get an individual On your side and he's not afraid of death, and he figured the cause is worth dying for. Honey, I'm telling you, that guy will fight for you. I'm telling you, the devil's trying to use the spirit of death. Amen. Just stop the church. The devil's trying to use the spirit of death to stop revival. The devil's trying to use the spirit of death. And all other fears is coming in. And it's like all rolling the church. I ain't going to be rocked and rolled and pushed. I've been pushed all. I'm going to be pushed. You push me. I'm going to push in a prayer meeting. I'm going to push the fashion. I'm going to push in the word of God. And let God be God. So as we watch this. As it unfolds. Isaiah 44. 3 and 5. For I will pour water upon them. Upon that is thirsty. Anybody thirsty? Anybody hungry? Micah, you thirsty? <laughs> You're in the right place, amen, to crunch that thirst. You're in the right place to get the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You're in the right place say man you're not going to find that in every building you're not going to find that in every gathering but in the midst of this pandemic i'm telling you some churches are closing Hallelujah! I, I, somebody told me today Hallelujah! the first go around they didn't want to do much about it but the second go around man at the first little wave of it they shut the doors and they shut it all off hallelujah but we're not doing that this time i don't mean that arrogant i don't mean that high-minded i don't mean that in the wrong way i'm not interested in being a rebel i'm not interested in trying to impress people but i'm interested amen walking in the holy ghost i'm interested in walking in the power of god i'm interested amen in short compassion i'm interested in seeing god perform god protect if god could put a hand around job he could put one around us i still believe it and you could come to church and not get COVID. Amen. You may get it at Walmart. You may get it at work. I believe God can draw a line right here on these four acres. You come to worship him. You come to exalt him. You come with that burning passion. Amen. I got to know my father. I got to know him. I got to worship him. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to draw closer unto him. And so Isaiah 44 helps us understand. I will pour my water upon him that is thirsty. Floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed. And my blessings upon thy offspring. They shall spring up as among the grass. In this end time. I believe there's going to be a separation. In the so-called. In those that has really sold out testing time sifting time i don't think we ought to be arrogant i don't think we ought to be high minded i believe there is a balance to walk amen with our community with the law officers and everything else that's going on i believe there's a place to walk in god with this and in the love of god the holy ghost i really don't want to get on all that they shall spring up as among grass they should be what as willows by the water courses. hallelujah i believe in pandemics hallelujah because where we planted ourselves hallelujah amen because we can be a man as in the grass and anybody notice how much the grass has been growing lately now this is going to slow it down this little, little, little food thank God for it I'm ready for some fall weather but hallelujah I'll tell you what with all the rain we're getting on a regular basis we're getting man it makes that grass grow water Man, I'm telling you I, to mine today hallelujah I got back there on the back of that old fellowship hall back in them gutters hey man did you know I ought to brought that thing in here put it in a bucket and brought it in here and showed you what was growing back there in that gutter hey man we had a tree back there that big hallelujah that big around growing in the gutter on the back of that you know why cause there's water standing in it about that deep it was getting Water, moving day and night. It didn't have to have no dirt. It didn't have to have any of that. But you can get the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, you got to have the Holy Ghost. If you're gonna survive this pandemic, you gotta get you gotta get connection with your Heavenly Father. You gotta make connection, and you gotta do it on a daily. I'm telling you, if you will do it on a daily basis, honey, that fear won't, near, won't manipulate you, won't control you, it won't overwhelm you. Because I'm gonna tell you what, he will drive the fear of death out of your life. I'm bring that to you tonight. God's will for Holy Ghost people to have nerve problems. Anxiety problems. I'm standing against that. I don't need their stupid pills. You better read the side effects of those pills, honey. They'll make you do crazy stuff. But Jesus Christ won't never, I tell you, He won't never do none of that. But He can calm you when nothing else can calm you. watch this. Jeremiah 3, 1 and 4. Uh, Let me just kind of go through this in a way. These scriptures are pretty tough. Amen. They said if a man put away his wife and she go from him, Become another man, shall he return unto her again? Shall not that land be greatly polluted? Notice how he's putting it, he's talking about the land. He's talking about Israel as a whole here. And, and, and but thou, thou played the hearted. thou went to many lovers, yet return again to me, saith the Lord. Lift up thy eyes into the high places, see where thou, thou hast not been leaned with. In other words, the, the, what, you, what the lean, hey, man, is hold a lean on something until a debt is paid that is owed. Anybody ever put a lien on something? They owed you the money, so they had something, so you put a lien on it. Amen. Praise God! It was in the ways hast Thou set for them, as were the ravens in the wilderness, and that has polluted the land with thy whoredoms and with thy wickedness. Therefore, the showers and notice what happens here. What stops? Got to tell us something tonight. You know why there's not the conviction it used to be on this land? It's because we built a many of churches and called them Christians and following Christ and preached against the Holy Ghost instead of for it. But you can't have conviction without the Holy Ghost. It's got to be in the house. Watch this. It's got to get in the house before it ever gets a hold of you. I had some worldly men tell me this week how, how immoral we become in this country. As a whole, here, as a whole, okay. So, so watch what happens here now, when this took place and this unfolded. Amen. Therefore, the showers have been withholding. They tell me, in the Brush Harbor days, a man could get an old box guitar and sing some of the old. And it wouldn't take a whole lot. Man, people would come. Power of God would move, conviction would move, and people would crawl down in my house in the sawdust, screaming, begging for God to forgive them. I'm ready to go back to some old days. I'm not talking about the Brush Harbor and nowhere and all that. I'm, I'm talking about. Some old fashioned moves of God. Because I'm, I'm telling tell you something personally, I believe the showers have been withheld. God's closed up the heavens to a certain degree. I know everybody wouldn't agree with that, but, but and that's okay. There have been no lack of rain. And that has a coarse forehead. And what it simply means, you're not ashamed. We're living in a country today, it's not ashamed. A man of unrighteousness and ungodliness and unwholesome living, filling up buildings and calling it church. And, huh, you know, I'm going somewhere tonight. Fourth verse is the key verse. Wilt thou not from this time cry unto me, My Father? Huh. Thou art the God since my youth, anyway. You're the God. You're the Father. What about it tonight? When you're in a storm, and you, you've probably seen them, you've probably been there, maybe some of your own, maybe, maybe you experienced it for yourself, and there were some troubles going on, some difficulties taking place. And, and, but, but because Mama and Daddy was in the house, or in the presence, that child just seems to calm down. I read an article one time about this little child. Man said, Boy, it just when you it turn out all the lights, darkness, man, that thing would just get fanatic, get beside itself. Finally, amen, the parents moved the bed, man next to theirs, and said, All he would take, that daddy would just take his hand and say, lay it over into that bed and touch that child, and said, Almost immediately, it would quit Just feel like, hey, daddy's by. <laughs> Everything's all right. Everything's going to be all right. And so as watch this as it begins to unfold and we begin to see things that happen and we begin to call on our heavenly father. I want to take it. I'd love to take it, but I don't have the time. I'd love to take it to Nicodemus. I want you to notice something in the third chapter of John. Nicodemus as a ruler, amen. A position held high. Amen. Amen. It had influence, it had money. Amen. And he made his way, amen, to Jesus Christ. And immediately, Amen. He said, We, we can't deny the fact that you're not of God. No man could do what you're doing and accomplish, achieving what you're amen, unless God's with him. And immediately God takes him into the place about the kingdom of God, about knowing this heavenly Father. Now what watch this go to the very next chapter and you're going to watch someone extreme to the other now we're going to be introduced to a little lady Hallelujah, that had that relationship problems hey man it seemed like everything she got herself called up in and every direction she turned seemed to turn the wrong way in the wrong direction she done as the scriptures put it hey man she done had five relationships with five different men i'm talking about marriage call them their husbands and now amen she's in a place with one hey man she couldn't really call him a husband according to jesus Hallelujah. couldn't call her husband one you live with it's not your husband Amen. I tell you there was a relationship problem there. But watch Jesus Christ. But he introduces her. Amen. About the living waters. Hallelujah. About Jesus Christ. If you'll drink of these you'll never thirst again. You'll never have the relationship problems you've been having. This is solve you. So what's happened from the third and fourth chapter of John. You see a relationship built with the Heavenly Father from one extreme to the other. Right, but right. Both had to have a relationship with the Heavenly Father. Right. No matter who you are. No matter, it don't matter where you come from. No matter if you have all the money in the world if you don't have two pennies to rub together. It doesn't matter if you seem like you had ever a relationship and it's all working out right and fine. Or if you've made just whatever. But if you can just find this Father, this heavenly father. Jeremiah again takes us and begins to talk about Jeremiah 2 and 27. He writes it to him. He writes it to the Israelites and He's telling them now, he's saying to a stock, a stock was a trunk, was a tree. Yeah. That's all it was. He said, You're saying unto it, it, You're my father. Yeah. You're my father. Amen. Worshipping it, bound down to it, calling out to it, shaping it, forming it. Psalms 115, 1 and 9, and I'm going to try to hurry through as much as say. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name be glory for thy mercy and for thy true sake. I'm going to tell you something. Hallelujah. Not to us, God, not to us, but unto thy name. I am what I am by the grace of God. We don't deserve, I don't earn, I don't deserve the blessings of God. Understand that the real glory belongs to none other but Jesus Christ. He's, he's the one, that, he's the author and fitters. He's the one that called us out. He's the one that brought us, amen, to this place. Watch what happens here. Wherefore should the heathen say, wherefore should The heathen say, Where now is their God? Where's their God? I mean, you calling these trunks God? Bound down, you worshiping them? But our God is in the heavens. Man, our God's in the heavens right in this pandemic. He's in the heavens. And he can be reached and he can be touched and he can be moved. I mean, even upon this earth. That's the reason we're going to have individuals to stand in and change our our protocol just a little bit here. Hallelujah. If anybody got COVID before this night's over, our opportunity is going to be again for you to stand in their stead. And we're going to pray over and pray God. And we're going to do likewise for the others. And I believe, amen, I believe God can help us out. Hallelujah. That's the same way of practicing this right here. Hallelujah! When you write their names down on a Sunday morning, they're gonna get prayed for. A Sunday morning, they're gonna get prayed for. A Sunday night, they're gonna get prayed for on Wednesday night. Hallelujah, day in and day out. Hallelujah! We take up this prayer, lesson, prayer and supplication, anointed and praying over them. But two or three agree together on earth, we can believe things to happen. We believe things to transpire. Hallelujah! Thank God for that. And so watching, but our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever He hath pleased. Their idols were silver and gold, whose men's words. Their mouths, but they speak not. Eyes, have they? But they see not amen they have ears but they hear not amen no just how they but they smell not they have hands but they cannot handle not amen feet have they but they can never walk them amen they can't come to you neither speak hallelujah Th- through their throats they that make them amen are like unto them they that make them are like unto them hallelujah i preached just a few weeks ago the image of the father hallelujah you and i walk in a different image we walk in a different kingdom we we walk in a different light. And so we got to handle this pandemic different. Praise God. We know who we bow down. We know who we worship. We know how to worship Him. All I know is when, when the Messiah comes, He's going to tell us all things. All I know is when the Messiah comes. I mean, some says, hey, you got to worship down here. Others say you got to go up there. Amen. but Jesus said but the father's searching amen for him that's willing to what, worship him in spirit and in truth have I got any worshipers in the house tonight that wants to worship this heavenly father in spirit and in truth have I got anybody in the house tonight amen has got a fellowship and a relationship with this heavenly father amen have you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost do you speak in that heavenly language have you talked to your maker today have you felt your presence of your heavenly father today do you know that he's alive and well that he's tuned in to you and I that he'll hear our prayers and he'll move upon our circumstances and move upon our situations he that asked and believeth he that asked and believeth hell, you just can't always give him your second best you can't always just give him what's left over I'm telling you when you really fall in love with him and he becomes your heavenly father there's not nothing amen brother Ford talked about in the beginning of this service getting all along in that prayer room getting all along in the presence of the almighty God he don't have to say nothing sometimes Just know that we're there to work on a fellowship and relationship with him. Amen. He goes from that. You can go to Isaiah the 44th chapter again. It talks about how the Israelites took cedar trees and cypress and even the ash tree. Amen. And they fashioned shop. It talks about how they take that tree and the plant it and grow and it grows up and the water comes through it. They cut it down. They use some of it for burning. They use some of it to warm themselves by. They use some of it to cook wood. They use it for different things and, and for reasons and purposes. And they take some of it, amen, and make gods out of it. that they bow down and worship and give themselves over to. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. But Jeremiah in the 10th chapter tells us about that. Amen. He says the stock is a doctrine of vanities. The stock worship in it. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how big it is. Doesn't matter what kind of type it was. Don't matter if it's a cypress. Don't matter if it's a cedar. Don't matter if it's an oak. Don't matter if it's an ash. It don't make any difference. Hallelujah. It's man's hands. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, our own righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. The only true righteousness there is is a father's righteousness. And without it, we don't have it. But if we got it, but if we got it as a breastplate, hallelujah, we don't have nothing to fear in this pandemic. We don't have to have Amen. We don't have to wake up every morning. I don't know get it today or not. I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, but my heavenly father knows. And if I can hear his voice and find his will and heartbeat, I got the promise he'll never leave me nor forsake me. And he'll bring me right through it all. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if he can bring, if he can bring Israel, amen, through the wilderness and he can bring them past those brick sands and all of those places, hallelujah, he don't have no problem getting to church. Hallelujah. If he wants the church to come out on the other side of this pandemic, I tell you what, God don't have no problem whatsoever to get us out on the other side. Judges 10 to 10 talks about the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, saying, We have sinned against thee, both because we have what? Forsaken our God and served Balaam. And we'll tell you something. I don't want to forsake him. Hallelujah. I don't want to turn on him. I don't want to turn my back on him. If I'm going to do anything, I want to lift my eyes. I want to lift up my voice. I want to lift up my hands. I want to be faithful calling on his name. I want to be faithful. Amen. Committed to his call and to his election. And let him do some mighty and powerful things in our hearts and in our lives today. Hmm. Praise God. Jesus himself taught us, taught us how to pray. You go to Matthew, the sixth chapter. You're going to see there, amen, he says, but when thou prayest, what does he say to you? enter into a closet? Close the door. separate, cut everything else out. Leave the cell phone outside. That cell phones almost come like that trunk of a tree. We spend more time with it. I've seen people thought they lost it for a few minutes and almost go berserk. Where's my phone? Like the devil's blind. I mean, well, he's not blind, but not the de- God's blind. He didn't know what was already going on that's it, right? God sings God knows right. I don't mean to get on some of that uh, but when he pray not with vain repetition I don't frame with that not, don't do it like the heathens that's what he's telling us be not he therefore like unto them for your father knoweth what things he have need of before you even ask him but you know what we still got to ask him Because you know what? How many of you have ever asked your dad for something that that you knew that you weren't going to get? You know what? This heavenly father, he wants to give you the Holy Ghost more than you want it. What the scripture said. He wants to give it to you. He wants to become a part of our lives. He wants to walk with us down this life's road. This pandemic, it doesn't, it doesn't have him afraid. So he's taught us the latter part of that simply goes He said, Pray in this way Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. That's the will of the Father. Amen. But being to pick up and you begin to look back. And as you look at Isaiah 63 and 16. Doubtless thou art our fathers. Though Abraham be ignorant of us. And though Israel acknowledge us. Not even though they won't recognize it. Listen to what they're saying. But O oh Lord. Art our father. You're our father. I don't believe there's a true father in this house. If you got the resources and abilities and your, your son or your daughter needed it, you, you'd do whatever it took. Amen. Right situation, you'd put up your house, mortgage, you'd do whatever it took for your children, for your babies. If it's in your grasp, in your reach, amen. I want you to notice something. Beginning of letters. Almost every one of them. Letters, letters, letters. Man, that was written to individuals. Which want you to know something. A lot of times when letters were sent to individuals, they were sealed. They had a wax sealed just like you would. They took a ring and they'd press it and they'd seal it. And it's, The only individual that could open that seal was he that was given to or had had. Uh, receive the right. We see that in Revelation with Jesus Christ when a search was made only Jesus. Now watch this. When these seals are written to individuals, here's the biggest mistake a lot of people make. They jump over Acts. And jump into the letter called Romans. And they run all the way to what they call the Roman road, the 10th chapter of Romans. But they don't have a right to even break the seal of that letter. Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Carnality cannot bring revelation. Education cannot bring revelation. The only thing that can bring the true revelation of that letter. Is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And under the direction of your heavenly father. That open the seal up. That you and I can read it and understand it. You're going to notice. Almost at every one of these. Such as in Romans 1 and 7. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God, our Father. First Corinthians one and three, grace be unto you and peace from God, our Father. Galatians one and three says, grace be unto thee and peace from God the Father. Hebrews four and fourteen and sixteen, amen. And I realize this is talking about the great high priest that can be be touched, amen, with a building. But even the priest is known as the priest is known as Father. Help me out a little bit, folks. I know it's Wednesday night. Amen. He's known as the Father. We have an high priest. It's interceding for you and I, even at this very moment, as our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. He don't miss anything. He's never too busy. Hallelujah. You'll never have to worry about it. Did you hear me? Uh, 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 you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about no man's towers. You don't have to worry about driving any valleys. You don't have to worry about getting on too high on mountains. You don't have to worry about it. All you got to do is lift up your voice with confidence and faith in your Heavenly Father that He'll hear my prayers and He'll see my circumstances and my situation and my God delivers, and he'll see right where I'm at. I'm fixing. I'm getting close. Ain't got but two more pages. I'm trying. Go to Job 18. Now watch this. What has this pandemic brought upon us? What are we facing more, right now, especially in our community, than we have probably ever faced? You go into more waits, and more funerals, you hearing about them, you're involved. So, we're facing death. Death just became more real, more obvious. Because the more often it happens, the more it brings it to our minds and our spirits and hearts. And it causes us to be stirred. And rightly so, it should. In fact, if you're not, if this had not stirred you any, that you took any kind of examinations of your heart condition and your fellowship and relationship with God, that's a shock to me, to be honest with you. If it hadn't stirred you. Unless you was walking so perfect. What's the chances of that? I, I'm talking to myself here now. I'm not slinging mud. I'm, not, I'm just. Death. Watch this. Job 18 and 14. Talks about his confidence. Shall be rooted out of his tabernacle. Watch this. And it shall bring him to the king of of Terrors. if you go back and read that chapter in the setting of those scriptures the king of terror is death none of us is looking forward to death and all of us has some reservations about that moment why because we understand and we realize at that moment amen is when the, when the real deal is going to be the real deal We're going to understand from that moment that we're going to face. We're going to have to face our creator. We're going to have to get an account for our days. Because the king of terror is sitting upon us. If you don't believe that, then why in the world would we wear a mask? Why in the world would we fight over whether or not to get vaccinated or not? Why in the world would we exempt ourselves from certain, certain events? Hallelujah. If it wasn't because there was a possibility of rubbing shoulders with death. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Tell him to get up and walk in the back. Tristan, get up, son. Walk to the back, buddy. Help him get up. He's snoring and got everybody up here sidetracked. I'm sorry, but he's got, he's got too many. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to hear nothing. Again when you look at Job 24 you got to look at what he says there are those that rebel against the Lord. He's talking about those that rebel against light, that rebels against God, that rebels against everything of God and the work of God. Amen. He talks about the murderers when they rise up with the light to kill and the poor and the needy. And the night, Amen, is a thief, and the eyes. Amen, are the daughters Amen, he watches the twilight, and then no eyes will see me. And it goes through all of that. But watch the 17th verse: For the morning is to them even as a shadow of death. When it's come creeping in. When it's moving upon us. I heard a gentleman make this statement. And he was actually one of our own preachers. Brother David Bernard. He, he was raised as a missionary. He talks about the time of the smallpox, Amen. But he said you know what. He said most people don't realize it during that pandemic. He said we lost 30% of the people. 30%. We're nowhere near that number. Look at the facts. Look at what it's. And I'm not condemning nobody. I'm not trying to shove it under a rug and act like it doesn't exist. I'm not going to get up in the morning time. Not if I'm walking with my father right. And we'll tell you something. Something. And there was no guarantees walking with him that he wouldn't he wouldn't call upon some of us that we have to go through it. You watch this. But here's the deal. Uh, let me let me just move on now. Psalms 55, one and eight. Ganser talks about, he said, give to my prayers, give ears to my prayers, O God. Hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend to me, hear me. I mourn of my, my complaints and make noise because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression, amen, of the wicked. For they, 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 they cast iniquity upon me and in wrath they hate me. My heart is so pained within me and the terrors of death are falling upon me. Facing the enemy on every side. It's out to destroy. It's out to take me in. I mean, just one slip, just one step. And one time he even talks about David talking with Saul. I'm just one step away from death. Right. The terror of it. The shock of it. What, what's it? What's it? How's it affected? What's it doing? No. Uh, verse 14 and 32. What's this? But the righteous hath hope in his death. But the righteous has hope. We're not a people without hope. Job again, 13 to 5, and I was kind of a little amazed at what the scriptures I kept going to and finding in Job. Dealing with this topic. I just scratched the surface, folks. I didn't get nowhere near. Because I knew my time was going to eat my lunch. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. God, if you choose for COVID to take me, that's no different than cancer. That's no different than a stroke, wreck. That's no different than a heart disease or diabetes. That's no different. Why in the world if I'm going to let COVID dominate my mind or the spirit? I beg the difference. You face death every day. You face death every moment. You face death every minute. You face death every time you turn around. But thank God we got a father that's walking and guiding us along the way. We're not careful. Some of this even divide families. And I think it's a wise thing for all of us to be very kind. and Gentle. And thoughtful. I don't have a problem with anybody that may be pronged or subject. Because watch this. Some of the procedures that's taken place. It's not about the individual. It's about protecting somebody else. We forgot one year ago, a little over now, first hit. One of the first things when I approached this pulpit and we addressed it, our biggest concern. And if you remember, I used Brother and Sister Ford. I said, if one of us gets it, and we caused them to get it. And listen to the doctors in the medical field. Amen. Their chances would be very, very slim of making it. Amen. And if they got it, and I caused them to get it. Amen. <laughs> and they died from it. That would kill me more than the COVID that guilt, amen, to try to walk with that and deal with that. So I think we ought to give everybody the liberty and the right in their own conscience of how they want to respond and deal with it. But neither one should condemn the other because all of us has got the promise, hallelujah, that the fear of death shouldn't lie on us. Hallelujah, we walk to a different heartbeat. Hallelujah, we got hope not only in this life but in that one to come. You watch what I'm talking about here tonight in the last few minutes, amen, of what I'm to present it to us here tonight, Hallelujah! Though he slay me yet will I trust Him, Hallelujah! My Redeemer liveth, and He shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Though after my skin worms have destroyed this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself. My eyes shall behold Him, and not another. Though my reins be consumed in me, I know my Maker, I know my Redeemer. Hallelujah! I know there's going to be a resurrection. I know there's going to be an hour, Amen. That I'm going to get to meet my Lord and meet my Savior. Hallelujah. Psalms 23 and 4 said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15 and 55 said, O death, where is thy sting? I understand the concerns about dying, the man and death and the terror of it. But I also understand we got all the promises <laughs> hallelujah riding with us tonight praise god oh grave or is thy victory the sting of death is sin there's the answer you got sin on your life repent don't just have good intentions repent make about face turn Get in that prayer closet, with your heavenly Father. Get it under the blood. Get right with your Maker. You don't have to walk in and out of these days in and out. Hey man, Hallelujah! With this going on and that going on, this problem, that problem. No, the Father's with us. I'm not going to fear this pandemic. Hallelujah! The man on the way. Hallelujah! The death just over us and overshadow us. And any moment, any time, it's going to happen. That's true. Anyway, it always has been. Well, this ain't going over. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay, let's, let's see what Paul told the Corinthians. Second Corinthians 1 and 9. But we had this sentence of death in ourselves. We had a sentence of death all the time. Wherever we went. We was constantly under the gun. We was constantly had this sentence of death. Of them trying to kill us and stone us. From the very beginning of his ministry, man, they sat outside the gates waiting on him. And they had to slip him out of the city and lay him down in a basket. He didn't stop preaching. He didn't stop living for God. He didn't stop trying to have revival. I could say a few more things, but it'd be offensive, and I'm not going to do it. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body than to be present with the Lord. Listen at him. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body. Philippians, he wrote... For to me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. I'm going to bypass. I'm going to go. Revelations 14 and 13 has taught us of this group. Or the voice from the heavens say unto me, Write, blessed are the dead, which die in the Lord. From henceforth. We know in the Old Testament. Precious in the eyes of the Lord. Is the death of the saints. The Apostle Peter. 2 Peter 1 and 14 saying this. Knowing that shortly. I must put off this. My body. My tabernacle. My body. Even as our Lord Jesus Christ. Had showed me. John eleven eleven. Now watch this. Watch watch Jesus. How Jesus responds. We can stand. I like for those. Emily, would you come? I got a couple of things more. But but would you come? And uh, I need someone to stand in for Vanessa. This is Brother Bobo's wife. Amen. It's having some procedures, a possibility of cancer. They took some colon out. They got a mask there. And they, anyway, it's just, from all accounts, it's not looking good. But prayer's being made. Right. But prayer's being made. Amen. And we want God to move in that situation. Amen. Sister Mel, why don't you come stand in for, for Deanna. Amen. Praise God. Sister Olivia, come and stand in for Vanessa. Amen. Praise God. Emily's coming. She's going to have surgery tomorrow. And uh, she's got an eardrum. It's been busting several times. And she's at the point of losing that hearing. So they're going to do a surgery on her and her sinuses. And a pretty, pretty good little ordeal. Church, why don't you come and join around us. Amen. As we pray for these. Anyone else. If you know someone that's COVID or any other thing. You want to stand in for them. Uh, I want you to come and do that. But, but before we do that. I want you to listen. Watch this. Amen. Whenever, uh, how did Jesus approach death? Did he ever recognize it as death? He did not. It was always just asleep. It's amazing to me how Jesus looked at it and how we look at it. Of course, now I understand. We have to look at it different. But with Lazarus, he had to finally tell him. He said, "Hey, he told me he's asleep. sleeping. Like, That's good. He's resting. He's dead. But really, he's asleep." Went to Jairus' daughter. He said, Oh, she's just asleep. They laughed him to scorn. He had to get him out. And he just woke her up. Promise coming down your dusty road. Just 12 years old. But he looked deaf, even though he referred to it only as being asleep in its eye. So. This is one of the things that when this pandemic that you and I have got to face. The reality of it. It's on us. It's on us. But the only way that you, you really won't fear it. Is you got to have the right relationship with your heavenly father. And if you don't then you ought to fear death. Because it's going to be a terrible thing. To leave this life without your savior. Without knowing him and having a fellowship and a relationship with him. Without knowing him like he told Nicodemus. And like he told the lady at the, at the well. You got to know him. You got to know him through repentance and baptism in Jesus' name. with The infilling of the Holy Ghost. There's no options. It's not multiple choice. This is just the way it is. But this is the same one that looks at our sickness the same way. <laughs> why, why would Jesus go to Gethsemane? And pray this prayer to the Father. Amen. Because this is in the cup. This is in our cup. Folks. I don't know what's in the cup. It could be a man in the cup. Just get Corona. But it could be in the cup a man. That not only get Corona. But Corona takes me out of here. Who knows what's in the cup except the Father. But even the son says, nevertheless, not my will, thy will. Because he knew what it's really all about. So as we pray for these tonight, ask God to minister to them and to heal them and to work on their behalf. God's in the miracle business. God's in the saving business. And God will tell you something, folks. It's not his will in this pandemic. That we let fear drive us in places that's outside of His will. Fear calls you to do things that you won't normally do. Say things, take on actions. Respond to things. It's not God's will. Huh. Thank God that we can call Him my Abba Father tonight. And because of that, we can ask him in Jesus' name to minister to touch these here tonight and minister on their behalf.